0: Welcome to the Big Mike Fun Podcast, where you learn about advanced
1: wealth building strategies from real estate investing to creating massive ROI and secure retirement profits. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, grab a notepad, and lean in, because Big Mike has got the life starting now. Welcome to the
0: Big Mike Fun Podcast. I'm the Big Mike. I'm Mike Zlatnik. And today it is my pleasure and a privilege to welcome back my really good friend, Corey Boatwright. Hi, Corey. Mike,
1: what is going on? Thanks for having me back. I appreciate you.
0: Thank you for so much for coming on a podcast. You were the first guest on a podcast, and you've been on a podcast multiple times. And I'm really grateful uh, to you for coming back. So, what's uh, new and exciting in the world of Corey right?
1: <laughs> world of Corey right. It's always I always uh, I say I'm moving and grooving. People say, how, "How are things going?" My my my. Uh, regular answer is moving and grooving cuz it feels like that's that's what what happens so um we finished out uh 2021 with a pretty big uh number for our uh, gross profit um in uh the single family side and then 2022 we're down about 30% um and I've been talking to other companies. It seems like 20, 30% is about the number. Some of them are as well. The market's definitely changed a lot since January. Um, and so that's, uh, that's affected our sales. Uh, in 2021, I feel like that was a market that we're probably not going to see again. We had, um, you know, with, I have two different companies, right? We have our single family business, then we have our um, our commercial business. Our single family business, what I'm talking about now, it's primarily a wholesaling company. And we, we've wholesaled in over 30 different states in the United States. And that's a lot of things going on, moving parts, title companies and and uh, processes. Uh, and we, uh, in 2021, we had, you know, some pretty good six-figure rips for wholesaling, which is pretty pretty exciting. Um, but in 2022, you're obviously seeing a lot less of that. And I don't think we're, we're going to, you know, see, uh, a lot of that at all. Um, as we start to move kind of more towards these rates being higher, um, investors are tightening up on, uh, what they're willing to pay for properties. And in general, even, uh, people are buying off the MLS, they still had to get financing. And now with some of those guys being self-employed, they don't have to show tax returns, that's a good thing because you can work with a broker and not have to necessarily go through all the red tape. The bad thing is you're going to pay for it on the rate side. So you're going to end up paying, you know, seven and a half, eight and a half, nine percent rates, which are used to be called hard money rates and only a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now you're actually saying we can refi into permanent 30 year for eight and a half percent. Doesn't sound very sexy. Um, and if you look at what, that does for your profitability on what you're paying interest is pretty, it's pretty uh, devastating um, if you're planning on holding for a long term, but like everything, you have to have a plan on this. So we've adjusted uh, our buy box and uh, for different markets uh, to simplify it, you know, East and West coast was basically, we're able to sell stuff between it's kind of micro markets, but we're able to sell stuff between 85 and 90 cents on the dollar um, off the MLS for the East and West Coast, or any Sunbelt states, or anything by the water. Now we have adjusted that about ten to fifteen percent, um, and so uh, we've had to adjust our buy box. We've had to um, create a buffer uh, for for being able to uh, acquire and uh, being able to turn around and resell quickly for our wholesaling operation in the Midwest. That number now has dropped down. Um, you know, instead of selling stuff between. Uh, seventy and seventy-five cents on the dollar. Now we're, you know, selling stuff closer to that sixty-five to seventy cents on the dollar. So it's it's everything's being adjusted, and so you got to buy deeper, and you got to basically get better at uh, negotiating, buying all these things, um, and so it's a big factor for uh, single family on the commercial side. Super excited about our biggest acquisition uh, just recently. We took down. Uh, a little over 300 units, uh, boat and RV storage in uh, Edmond, Oklahoma, in my backyard. Uh, a friend of mine uh, came to me and said he had he had a deal that is right in my backyard, wanted me to be a part of it. I, I was excited about it, and uh, we ended up actually syndicating that deal, but we did a mom and pop um, split. We did a 50-50 mom and pop sp- uh, split, and uh, we didn't bring in a whole lot of investors. Uh, we ended up raising... A few million dollars, basically, uh, uh, to be able to take down that deal, as, as well as putting our own efforts and and um, money in, into it. And uh, we ended up buying that, trend, that deal. It was great because we um, figured out that it was attractive because it was near retail of what it was worth as, per se, um, what it would appraise for. Uh, which was a little over six million dollars, and what we're buying it for is in that in that ballpark. But what was exciting is that the rents had not been raised for cope since COVID, and they were significantly under where market rent was. We also had hundred percent occupied um, for these units, and it's boat and RV storage. So that's a unique asset class where the location super important. This happened to be a really excellent location. The units were were nice and uh, right next to, very, very close to a lake and right by the highway. And so we had a backup list of people that wanted to be in this, uh, Mike. And uh, uh, so we had a backup list. So that's great. But the rents were significantly below where market rents were. Market rents are around $8 a foot. We came in at around $4.70 a foot. So wow. that was a very enticing opportunity for us to be able to actually pay for quote what the property would appraise for. But after obviously raising rents, um, is going to significantly change the ball game. In fact, um, the deal actually has a potential to be a $22 million deal. And the, and the reason is, is because when we bought it, we also got 17 acres that were also approved, but approved land Um, that we can expand the facility. The facility is about 102,000 square feet as is. If we expanded it and doubled the size to 200 uh, and 4,000 square feet or so, that puts us in institutional range. Um, We've already got bids uh, on what that would cost to do that. We already got um, uh, going down that road uh, uh, and and, and digging into it. And essentially, if we were to go that route, we're going to be all in around 12, 12 and a half million dollars on the facility. And at that point, after we raising rents, um, the facility will be worth about $22 million. So pretty strong. Uh, we did a four to five year uh, kind of lookout for the on the prospectus from our investors. Um, and and there was a pref pay, but it wasn't until obviously we had cash flow. Um, so none of the investors necessarily looking for the cash flow per se for a while, but excited about the opportunity um, because essentially for every $100,000, know it was a credit investor, 506 uh, C deal. Um, but essentially for every $100,000 that the investor is putting in, um, they were going to get back about 140,000 or so. And then they're also getting um, about another uh, 50,000 or so for tax depreciation. So it was pretty pretty attractive for the investor. Um, and then we also had two uh levels for uh uh shares. We had uh A and A and A one or class one and class two share. One was a hundred thousand dollars. They didn't get a pref. 250 was the other share, and they did get an eight pref based on uh, whenever we had cash flow. So exciting deal uh that we ended up uh, closing on just a couple months ago. And uh it's been interesting to uh, to kind of from that point um, getting uh, all of the ACH and everything changed over. That's one thing nice about this deal, Mike, is because most of these self-storage uh, units were all paid. About 90% of them were all on debit through the bank. We only had about 10% that wasn't. We immediately eliminated that, So you no longer can send a check-in or anything. You have to go from a uh, your bank account, automatic ACH um so we got that uh taken care of and then also raising the rents we also know we're going obviously when you raise rents um from eight from four dollars and 75 cents to eight dollars it's a pretty significant raise but the people know they've been on the gravy train um they you know there's nothing around it nothing no comps nothing around it that's anywhere near um that that price point and so they're not going to go anywhere. These are boat and RV storage. This is, this is, we, we house probably over $12 million of assets and all these boat and RV storage. So they're not going anywhere. Um, and even if we do lose, uh, the anticipated around 10%, we know that, um, we have a backup list, um, from there. So December, we should see a pretty significant amount of, uh, in cash flow.
0: Yeah. Congratulations. That's a great update. Thank you for, uh, 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 such a detailed summary so let me go back to the commercial side uh yeah that's certainly exciting uh, if you you <laughs> buying a facility with the rents have almost double potential uh, is a phenomenal i mean it's not uh it's a rare find honestly i, I you don't hear that too often where the rents in the area eight dollars a foot and you bought it for four four and a half i mean that that's a massive uh discount to uh fair market value and I assume it's just like any other storage, it's month to month. So you could basically check up the rates uh, fairly quickly. And you may, you, 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 are you going directly from four to eight or are you going to do it in steps?
1: No, we're going straight four to eight. And um, they, they don't have any place that they can go. We're going to, we anticipate losing 10%. The company that we're working with on management side has done this before. They manage about 50 different facilities. Um, and so they they know this game. They know how this works. And um, we have made some CapEx changes. There was a a code uh, or there was a key old key system that they were using. So people had to physically bring a key to open up the gate. We've changed that now to a code. And so we've made some changes and things um, around to kind of show that we're, you know, making changes over there. But at at the end of the day, people know that they've been paying so cheap. They know that you know someday the gravy train was gonna happen. And so we sent out a letter and said, new sheriff's in town, here's what the rates are. You're welcome to go somewhere else if you want to, but uh, really, Mike, they, we have a backup list. These are boat and RV. These are $501 million boat and RV storage, uh, nice assets um, that I just, uh, we just don't really anticipate a huge amount of people leaving. Yeah, my, my,
0: you know, from what I'm hearing it, my two senses is that uh, doubling the price and losing 10%, you'll take that all day long, right? I mean, take, take your, it all your cash day flow long. is going to drastically improve
1: uh, a, a, as
0: soon as you get these rate increases implemented.
1: Ma- massive, Mike. And, and and also, as you know, what's exciting about commercial is whenever, um, you know, it's not necessarily comps per se, what, you know, there's no kitchens and, Bathrooms and you know living the, it's, it's off the NOI right and so whenever you like you say you double your your income coming in uh, essentially you're doubling your your LOI NOI and um, that makes the value of that property now significantly more um, so we're 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 going to be debating on you know what's the best decision do we raise the rents after a couple of months come in get a new valuation of the the value of the asset. And then, you know, now we go from, you know, from a 6 million to 11 million or so, and then make a decision if we want to just sell and leave that other 17 acres and the full expansion for the meat on the bone for the next, next person, or do we go ahead and move forward, double the expansion uh, of the property and then go for the big institutional play in four years?
0: Yeah, that's a great problem to have. And, um, Generally speaking, uh, the valuation again. If you do purely cap rate approach, when you double revenues, uh, you more than double NOI. But the yes. reason that uh, leverage, right? The leverage works. Return on equity is essentially gets magnified. So,
1: well, we're not even talking. We're just talking about an eight at an eight dollar the square foot. Which, if you anticipate rents increasing every single year, we're not even we're not even talking that you know what that looks like in four years either. So, it, it could be a significant. Uh, valuable uh, asset, which it is already, but it'd be significantly more if we decide to to double the facility.
0: yeah, well, congratulations and good luck and either you. uh, I, path you're going to take, I think you're gonna do so, so well. for the reason that you bought at an incredible price, I mean at the end of the day you you got a steal deal it, it's it's a lot of times when these deals are performant, increases of thirty to forty percent on rent is already a big number here you have essentially 100% possibility of a rent increase, which is gigantic. It's absolutely almost unheard of.
1: It's, it's huge. And here's the thing, most people don't ask that question, right? So for example, the asset that came in, the asset you know, basically appraised pretty close to what we paid for it. So in one sense, we bought for retail, but this is why it's so important, Mike, to dig into the details of what's going on with that facility. Not only did we get 17 other acres basically ready to go to work on basically getting fee simple to to start building, we don't have to build necessarily the whole thing at one time if we wanted to, we could build that in stages, but we got 17 acres, Uh, we got another facility that was built during uh, the time when they had a manager on, on site, so it's like a climate, these are not climate controlled for the majority of them, but we have about, uh, 40 or 40 or so units that are climate controlled, and that wasn't even considered in our underwriting because there's no money coming in on that uh, that newer building, new facility. So it had a lot of other things, but the biggest piece of it was the rent. The rent being so much lower, and the comps in the area nothing nothing even near um, uh, that 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 dollar amount. Uh, so and the backup of 100% occupied. Um, it was just, there's, there's so many great wins, you know, on it. Um, but it's one thing, I think it's important to know that just because something seems like it's retail, like you got to dig into those details to find out, um, you know, where you can go to your potential rents.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. And (laughs) you should have called me. I probably would have bested even the mom and pop terms that kind of a discount to the market as, as as crazy as it sounds. I'm not a big fan of mom and pop terms, but you can actually come to your investors and show how much potential it it has. And yeah if you if you find genuinely a gem in the rough like like you found here, your investors are still going to be pretty happy uh because uh the, the upside I, I don't know you the math you gave me looked a little little too light that they're gonna make 40% return. That sounds a way low. If you gave me yeah, investors- actually
1: actually it's it's two it's so it's a hundred thousand dollars plus their one plus one forty. I'm sorry. So one forty. So it'd be around wow. two sorry, so well, about two. Point, uh, right. Yeah,
0: yeah. right. X, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: it's it's a two it's
0: two point four X multiple, uh, yeah. which obviously will 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 put the R into pretty pretty decent uh number. So yes, and then the 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 point that you had, uh it's a great point that it's not what people what the NY is today. It's when the NYS can be tomorrow, especially yes. uh, if the area supports higher rents as is. I mean, that's that that's the number one, uh, no, no work required, just because the, the the rents are so much below the market. It, it's remarkable. What you just said is you, you literally, literally, the old owners undermanaged the property so much, they didn't realize that they had a gem. And this is a gem in the rough. Uh, all you have to do here is just take over, do a little bit of capex and- um, Bump up the rents. I mean, I'd love to have you come back on the podcast and record this again in six months, and just would love love to see if you if you've actually been able to get the rents doubled and facility back to almost 100% occupancy. Um, But it
1: sounds like if you only lose 10%, and you double the rent, I mean, that will be massive. Yeah, Mike, I'm actually sharing the screen with you, and those that probably just hearing you can't obviously see, but this is the facility. This right here. Um, is was something that was not even considered an underwriting. A, a massive climate-controlled uh, area, brand new, newer, like a 2019 building that was built for an office manager. There's no need for that. When COVID hit, they literally didn't fill it up. Um, so they built this brand new. No one's rented here. This has no money coming in. There's very little, if any, money coming in here. And this is all climate-controlled. All of this back here is not climate-controlled. Um, and so and I can show you here of uh, how big these lots these wide these these uh these bays are um or this this um where where you can bring rvs and storage through here you want to be able and this is kind of give you an idea if you can see try to zoom in here if you can see this little rv right here to give you an idea how how massive wide that is that's exciting for people because they they don't want to have to you know have these small little uh areas they try to get through and make a turn and and scratch their, you know, $400,000 RV. Um, so that that's super important. And you can also see um, right here for this area that we have uh, back lot of here wood. of just A lot of extra wood. land. Um, and then we've got uh, this lake. So this lake is Lake Arcadia, one of the really nice ones in, in my neck of the woods, which is one of the reasons uh, I was brought onto this. I've lived basically half my life in Edmond, which is where Arcadia is. This is a very popular lake, and there's been a a huge amount of money, over $70 million uh, new money coming in to expand and do water activity, a bunch of things. So this is all upcoming in the next few years, Mike. This is the highway for I-35. Basically, anything you can come in from Oklahoma City, go to Tulsa. So it's super convenient for people to come in, go right here, or they can go right over here to this this really popular lake. Um, And so just to kind of give you another scale here, um, pretty massive facility 102,000 square feet the way it is you can see over here this basically is kind of prepared uh not all the way but you know get getting there we'd have to clear out a few more things we could essentially we could essentially double this facility um with with not much uh not much effort and look how close we are to this Lake Arcadia um just just absolutely uh fantastic location so um the location really matters a whole lot whenever you are, uh, you know, looking at these uh, boat and RV storage. Uh, but this is uh, another another good picture here. I just thought I want to share that because I think it's it's really exciting when you start to, uh, you know, dig into these, um, and and you really start to see like a bunch of metal and concrete what it could actually turn out turn out to be. Um, which is, I tell you, this is that newer facility right here, almost basically new, uh, Mike. That they didn't put a manager in at all and this is all climate controlled all basically new back here um that was just a nice little add-on that was given to us uh wasn't included in the, in the underwriting wow
0: Kurt, thank you for sharing that is for those folks who are going to watch this in the uh, video mode that this will give them a little perspective but just even hearing this yeah you you found a, a great deal there's no question about this location is phenomenal the asset has a lot of expansion capability uh, massively uh, under market rent and uh, yeah i think you are probably your visionary picture you can take a 6 million dollar purchase and turn it into 22 million in i don't know a few short years yeah is a is a real possibility so yeah uh, too. <laughs> good luck and that's, that that that's a phenomenal deal I, honestly you know have, having invested into a lot of deals i don't hear a deal like this come across that often
1: so yeah. uh you, you found real gem in a rough. Well trap my Barton. He he's the one that found it. So all all kudos to him. But it was in my backyard. And so um definitely uh 15 minutes or so away from me just couldn't been a better a better good fit for what we what we needed. And and we did, we we raised everything we needed in a week. Um obviously it was pretty hard for people to turn down when they actually saw the the potential and um, it's uh it's gonna be a good one. Everyone's gonna come out uh, looking pretty pretty excited about it. And then the cool thing is is that you know, what's cool about whenever you make some people money, they they tend to ask you if you have anything else, or you know, if they don't need that money, they might invest in something else. So it's it's cool to be able to uh to have, you know, excited about this potential at what we're gonna be for whether the exit be in a year or the exit being four or five years. Either way, they're still gonna win. We're gonna win. Um, and so it's a it's a good deal. Yeah, I could tell you
0: again. Finding deal like this, whether you hold it for uh, one or two years or longer, um, it's it's gonna be hard to find similar projects. Uh, it, when you find the, the deal this good, <laughs> it just uh, don't set your expectations. This is not a conveyor belt of finding properties like this. This is no. like, when you find a deal like this, you 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 should be really happy that you found a deal like this. And again not to say that there are no other great deals just it just it's hard to find just the statement that you made not counting the extra acreage not, not counting that other property that not used just the fact that you can almost double the rent uh overnight and only lose 10 percent of the um, of the people that alone is just such a massive statement that yeah. uh you, you you could literally turn you got more than double because you, you you took a loan, right? I assume you. How much equity did you raise? From? We
1: did, we we did, you know, and and actually we raised, we we actually got some reserve as well. Um, so we what did you, you raise know, in
0: equity? What did you what did you get in debt?
1: So we we got a loan for around five, a little over five million. So okay. really how much not much.
0: equity did you raise?
1: Not much. Um, so we've got two, a little over two point three or so, two point three million.
0: So 2.3 million, you're all in what, around 7.3, something like that? A little under that, but yeah, right
1: in right in there. Yeah.
0: If you if you're gonna double the value, just to double your value or double the rent, uh your, your return on equity, uh, because you have leverage, right? You know, you you're gonna create say five million worth of value with only less than two and a half million dollar worth of investment. That alone okay. is 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 three X equity, right? Just just just, right. just that that exercise.
1: Yeah. And we got in too before the, all the loans were obviously, um, you know, hidden, hidden super hard. So we, we, you know, got in on a better on a, on a good interest rate for this uh, particular property too. And I'll, I'll mention that uh, we did it with a local bank. Um, and so local banks love, 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 love uh, Bridge. Like they love it uh, because it's, con- it's reoccurring income. That's predictable. What kind um, of rate did you lock in? Uh, that was something with um uh Travis, but we were looking at rates um in the fives. Uh in the and I think it was locked in at 5.75, if I wasn't mistaken. It's a
0: phenomenal rate in today's environment. Getting that kind of rate is 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 great. You know, the rates have been moving up so fast. That- they're,
1: they're moving up just crazy fast right now. Yeah. So let's talk about to- I also believe we got a 30 year, not a 20 year am as well. Um but uh, it's, it, almost, it's
0: it, it, it is almost irrelevant. I, the deal is so good that even if it's 20 year AM was it doesn't matter. It's, it's it's great enough deal. So you you you're you to start cash flowing rather quickly. I mean the moment you bump up the, these these rents uh your, your cash flow will, will all of a sudden just jump to the roof. But let's go back uh so this is a great deal let's just chat for just a couple more minutes about sure. the residential and, and then we'll wrap up.
1: So there's well well, before before we go into that, Mike, it is exciting because I know people I would want to know if I'm listening. So the gross revenue is around 480 that's coming in on it. And our our net's gonna be about two fifty. So essentially if you bring in another, you know, four hundred and eighty thousand,
0: you're that triples. It triples, right?
1: Half half a million bucks NOI, which is just pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, but think about this. If you if you if you you correctly, you take 480 and you bump up the rent, so you almost double the rent, right? Your right. your cost stays flat, right? Mostly right. flat.
1: Cost stays flat. That's right. So
0: um, your 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 costs are what about two two sixty to fifty in in that range, right? But your net triples. Your let your 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 rent doubles, but the net triples.
1: Yeah, and unlike apartments, right? Whenever you know you're you're looking at your expense ratio at like half or something it's not that way on these boat and rv i mean you can actually believe it or not you can actually operate at a 70 30 or even a a 75 25 there's just not a lot of things that break or 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 go wrong um when it's on a lock i mean you know they don't pay they're on a lockout we already had 100 uh occupied so there wasn't any issue with uh that piece piece of it um Once we got rid of the 10% of the people that actually were sending checks in or all of that, now everybody's on the same time on the first of the month, instead of the, uh, instead of things going late on the fifth, the 10th of the month or the 15th of the month where it was where the guy had before we changed it to the fifth of the month. So it's just, there's a lot of cool little things you can optimize, you know, to just make things better, you know, getting rid of uh, all the regular uh power that's out there those big poles that put off a crazy amount of power changing all those out with led lighting just all these little things to optimize and uh and make your noi better
0: yeah that makes total sense greater efficiency and uh, greater operation and you're also the right storage uh, uh expense uh, growth is very very moderate it's Just these things don't really require and that's why the asset class is loved by uh banks is is that it's it's very hard to screw it up.
1: Uh, it's hard to screw it up.
0: <laughs> unless you don't raise rents.
1: <laughs> right. Unless you don't raise rents. Or like a big tornado just comes through and just wipes everything out. But then you know you got you got insurance. So
0: well yeah hopefully no big tornado. Uh <laughs> yeah congratulations again I'll just take Two or three more minutes on on the residential front. So what do you see happening? I mean, on the residential side, the volume is down. And by the way, the same is true on transaction volume and commercial. The volume is coming down and that's kind of a known fact. Most of the bids and asks are widening. People are just not transacting the same way as before. And on the residential side, you have to get very careful with the risk of uncertainty what the future price is going to be. Um, Locking anything up and holding it is, Becomes uh, a diminishing value assets. So it becomes risky unless you bought deeper, right. and the sellers generally probably don't want to capitulate too too, too much either. So right. I'm just curious how how you're adjusting in that sector. Sure. Um, so we've got. How do you lower the to... risk and 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 still try to do so? Thirty percent volume drop is not not bad, relatively speaking. But on a forward basis, it, the the trend is likely going to continue. The price is going to drop. You have to buy better. The sellers don't want to sell you. And it becomes whoever can tolerate most pain.
1: Absolutely. So um, <laughs> people, I, I haven't usually done this with you. Usually we just see each other, but I'll share my screen again because um, – i uh i got something to show you and i think it's uh relevant so yeah me... but
0: t- talk it through because uh this is audio <laughs> in fact, you're showing video
1: this is audio yeah you're not gonna say are we gonna see any video at all if we're not in a hey,
0: I, I don't time. know uh okay
1: that's funny all
0: right yeah that's
1: funny okay that's funny that it won't matter so it'll just be between us i guess but uh, maybe I could talk it through just without this, but I was going to show you our calculator. So we created a, a pretty fairly fairly sophisticated calculator because you're in different markets. So you can't look at like one size fits all, you know, 75% minus repairs, minus profit kind of thing on each one of these houses. The problem to, is
0: 75% of what? That's a
1: yes, so 75% of ARV, right? 75% of no, our, I know,
0: but 75% yeah. of ARV. The problem yeah. is what is the ARV? That's the moving target.
1: That's the moving target right now, and it's and moving world down. World. It's not moving up. That's the problem. We, we we called it um, we called it phantom equity. So there's a lot of ghost and phantom equity that we uh we knew we're gonna we, we we felt pretty confident because we saw such a jump in 2021 that that was gonna start to you know come down or or obviously level or come down, and so we got prepared for something called an investor buffer, and for us it's just a percentage that we can put in to basically tell us where our number needs to be in order to acquire this asset and knowing that once we get an agreement to acquire it at X amount of dollars that we've pretty well, I mean, there's times where it doesn't work, but most of the time from our calculator that it will let us know we've already essentially got that property sold and it meets our criteria, it meets our buy box Um, now we just got to figure out which direction we want to go with it. We want to go, um, put it on the MLS immediately, which is where right now, most of our deals get the most amount of money, or do we want to send it out to, you know, investor lift or these other kind of wholesaling, um, disposition platforms. Um, and believe it or not, Craigslist is one of the big, uh, bigger things coming back right now. It's like a lot of these things are kind of, you know there's a revolution these things coming back um right now craigslist used to be big and then it fell off the planet uh fell off the cliff and now it's coming back for you know where we can find good quality buyers you know off of uh off of craigslist um but most of about- the buyers are
0: investors right most of what you offer is uh discounted property you 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 find it at a better price create a spread wholesale it to another investor and then they do their fix and flip
1: Yeah. And so, uh, so yes, on buying our wholesales at a discount, deep discount. So example here in Oklahoma, let's say we have a $150,000 property. That's what the ARV is. It's fixed up and that's what it'd be worth. What can we pay for it? We, right now we pay about 68% of ARV. And then let's say that that property is a thousand square feet. So let's just say 150,000 times 68% is um, 102. It's a 1,000 square feet and we categorize it into pretty, yucky, or scary. So let's say it's a yucky property. We're going to use a dollar of about $20 a square foot. So another 20,000 off the 102. And uh, now we're at 82. And now if we want to make a profit, which usually is a minimum of 10, now we're at 10. Now we need to buy that for 72,000. So we know if we get that property at 72000 which is basically right under 50% of ARV, if you want to look at it that way, um, we already know that that property is going to sell, right? Obviously above our 10. So we already got 10 built in, but we already know it's going to sell, you know, probably somewhere in that uh, ballpark of, you know, uh nine to $99,000. Now, if we bought it for 70 now remember they're they're obviously it's worth 150 they 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 may when they call in they may say they want they absolutely you know have to have at least 110,000 for it well obviously if we need to buy it for 72 and they're at 110,000 that's a delta of um about what is it about $38,000 it's a big delta right mm. so most people they'd be like well Sorry, you know, it just won't work. We might be able to go up to 75, but we can't certainly come up to $38,000 more. Well, what I created a program called RBP, which stands for Retail Buyer Profits. And what we've allowed ourselves to uh, understand, especially buying around the country, is some of these properties that are in a pretty or a step above a yucky category, okay? They will qualify for FHA, VA, um, USDA. They'll qualify for non-conventional financing. You follow me? Yes. Yeah. So they'll qualify for government-backed loans. Um, but whenever you're wholesaling, Mike, you know that you have to own the property for a certain amount of time, usually 60, 60 days, like, yeah, 60 yeah. days, uh, for them to qualify to get that loan. Now, some of these people have been doing um, a program called Novation. So they might be familiar with kind of what that is, but we don't do a Novation per se. We use what's called a retail buyer program. And we came up with the retail buyer program because we wanted to be able to sell these properties, to these re- these uh, buyers that want to use these loans that were both basically require seasoning or other red tape. We want to be able to sell our wholesale deals to them. And especially whenever we're listing them on the MLS, um, because we have an attorney, in fact, we have the ability to be able to do that for the owner. How do you do that? We have an attorney, in fact. So we use what's called an AIF. The owner actually gives us their ability, their right to to list the property on the market for them. And they know that because in our agreement, it's testing the market. It doesn't affect their price, um, what we agreed on with them um, in terms of anything lower. We pay for all the expenses that have to do with commissions, concessions, et cetera. And so it gives us the ability to market on the MLS pretty much anywhere in in the country. Um, Based on that, what we can now do is we can see where, quote, what we call a retail wholesale. So a retail wholesale, what a buyer will come in and pay for that property. Now, when it's on the MLS, those buyers are not the same we found as the investors that you send out an email to, right? Those buyers are used to paying maybe $0.10 cents or $0.15 cents off, you know, $0.85 cents on the dollar might consider a big discount. Uh, are you them.
0: selling it to the FHA buyer or are you selling it yes. to a retailer? So, so we're if you're selling, selling it to the cost. FHA buyer, uh, they get an FHA loan. Uh, the house obviously has to pass the FHA uh, standards. So yes. I assume you make those improvements to meet the FHA requirements. And then uh, again, I'm I'm just I'm just trying trying to, to get to the point because we, we, we have finite time. We're beginning to run. Oh yeah,
1: out. sure, sure. Sorry. So yeah, so basically we uh we, we are able to sell to those FHA and, uh, and VA buyers, we are able to come in and do repairs for them, um, and basically help help them qualify for that uh, property. We're able to actually pay the owner more money. So in that particular example. Um, if we already know that we can probably sell that property to an FHA buyer for maybe one thirty, right? Anything under one thirty, we know uh, less. Maybe what repairs we're considering, we know we can pay more. So we might be able to pay ninety to ninety five thousand dollars for that property, um, and and actually get more deals done that way. So about twenty to twenty four percent of our deals right now are done through RBP.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it, it's a. Uh, uh... No, nobody wants to take anything down anymore. It's just people like you know, innovation or this. They're really similar concepts. Simple, the, the similar concept, concept. Yeah, just just basically uh, don't take control. Get it, get it on the contract. Remember the good old short sale day. The short, short short sale I, days. I it's do. a very similar concept. You, you you get it on the contract to buy, and then the, you know it gets gives you short sale approval, and then you you could you did double close or. But the concept is the same. You don't, you you basically don't want to hold hold the property. You Don't want to take the risk. You 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 are a good marketer. You find the right buyer for it, but the technique itself is to minimize the risk of holding the property.
1: There there is risk involved, right? Like if we have to pay for a roof or an AC or something like that. I mean, we have to we have to decide if that risk is worth it for the upside.
0: Yeah, understood, and and it's a similar concept to I don't know. You obviously know guys who have done it, Martin, and and the price lift concept. It's the same idea. It's just you commit to an existing property and you bring it to a better condition without taking the title and that makes total sense. It's, it's, by the way, it's a a great idea. Uh, but again, uh, the most exciting part of this episode is going to (laughs) be that self storage for the (laughs) RV and and boat storage facility. So congrats again. Uh, how would folks get a
1: hold of you if they want to learn,
0: uh, one of these programs, um, what's the best way to uh, reach out?
1: Uh, so we're actually doing our relaunch on the 15th of November with my, um, one of my partners, Sean Terry, uh, for RBP. So they can go to, uh, rbprofits.com and that, that whole webinar and things coming up on the 15th of, uh, this, this month. So we're excited about that, but if they want to get in touch with me. They can just type my name in, um, pretty much on social media. Uh, it's kind of fairly unique name. So usually pops right up. Um, they can go to, um, our commercial site which is investingcapitalgroup.com and uh, I'd love to actually have some people go there and fill out what we call our uh, what we call our investor um, it's our investor uh, form that they fill out and it allows us to kind of see what they are uh, buying and and what they're interested in and Um, You know what they're looking looking for, so we can work together.
0: That's great. Thank you, Corey, for sharing, and uh, good luck with the uh, with this project. Uh, Yeah, it's almost like you don't need any luck. You you're gonna do well. So uh, congratulations, and keep me posted, and uh, let folks folks reach out to Corey. Uh, He's a sharp cat, as you could you could you could hear, and Yeah. uh, yeah, we've been friends for a long time, and. Yeah. Getting a deal like this is a is an example why he's a sharp cat. So, um, and then the educational program, him and Sean, uh, I've known Sean for years too. So it's it's a it's a it's a great it's a great program. If, if you're interested to learn to do things actively, reach out and uh, talk to them. So, thank
1: That'd you, be great. thank you, Corey. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the Big Mike
0: Fun Podcast.
1: To receive your copy of Mike's How to Choose a Smart Real Estate Fun book, head to BigMikeFun.com or visit Amazon and Type Mike's name. Keep listening and keep investing. Big Mike Style. See you on the
0: next episode.